1: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed Mortgage Banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Good morning, my friend. You're listening to Mornings with Tom and Tobby on 88.9 Moody Radio, From the Word to Life. And here we are the day before International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And I want to take you back to July of 1940. Her name is Barbara. She was a two-year-old toddler when she fled with her parents from Nazi Germany, risking their lives with only $10.50, the clothes on their backs, and what they could carry with no idea where they would settle and how they would make a life for themselves as they embarked on a 17-day journey. And uh, we're going to get a glimpse of that journey because we're speaking with Barbara right now. Barbara Fagan has a book. It is called My American Dream, a journey from fascism to freedom. And we're going to dive into the story right now. And I know you're going to love it. Barbara, good to have you with us on Mornings with Tom and Tobby.
0: Well, thank you so much, Tom. It's great to be with
1: you. Well, okay, so let me uh, just get a little bit of the picture for you. So you were just a toddler, so you don't remember this journey, but evidently your father kept a journal. So what was your reaction when you actually learned about and later read your father's journal chronicling your family's escape from Nazi Germany?
0: Well, as you say, I was two years old. I remembered nothing about this. I mean, I knew we escaped, but I didn't know any of the details about it. My parents never spoke of it. I never asked any questions because I was focused on becoming an authentic American girl. That was my goal. And um, just really a few years ago, my sister called me one day. She lived in Annapolis, Maryland, and, and she called and she said, I have some amazing news for you. I said, tell me about it. She said, I have discovered a journal that our father kept in the run up to our escape and throughout the entire escape itself. And I was just stunned. I was just amazed. I'd known nothing about this journal. My sister sent it to me. And when I read it, I I was overwhelmed emotionally, uh, shocked in many ways. There had been really a whole puzzle piece of my life that had been missing. And this journal and the understanding it gave me of, my parents and what they had really struggled through, the terror and the horror that they had struggled through trying to get out of Nazi Germany. And finally going on this this escape route that you described, 17 terrifying, horrific days on a train that went from Berlin through Lithuania, through all of Russia, including Siberia, through China, korea and japan and finally across the pacific ocean to seattle because at that point it was impossible anymore to go across the atlantic because of the german submarines this was very very late july of 1940 very much at the onset of the war Uh, so i i learned amazing things about my parents about their character their their bravery their courage Um, They were so determined to make a life here in the US, a life for our family. And and they had no idea how they would do that. What would it be like? My father had this wonderful phrase in his journal saying three quarters of the way around the world into the unknown. And that's what it was. And they were determined that one way or another, they would put together a life. And um, they, despite all the hardship, the terror the horror they were totally optimistic they felt that they would make this happen one way or another and they were very resilient which of course was pretty crucial given everything that they'd had to go through to to even get out of germany so you ask what was it like for me reading this this journal it was it was it was amazing and the journal itself is what was the impetus to my writing my book because I thought, gee, there's so much that I didn't really understand about my family and about what made them who they were. And in turn made me who I am. And I never want my own children and grandchildren and future generations to be in the same situation, not knowing what came before them. So I thought I've really got to write this down. Not the, the springboard for my story is my father's journal. It's there in full in my book, and then the book goes on to talk about the various threads of my own life. So it was it was quite an amazing, uh, life affirming experience to to uh, know about the journal and to really be able to read it and sort of try to absorb it and take it all in.
1: Sure, and her name is Barbara Fagan. The name of the book is My American Dream: A Journey from Fascism. To freedom, and uh, you just heard a, a snippet of her past that she learned about from her father's journal. And and Barbara, as as we're talking about this, getting to know your story a little bit, you ended up in this tiny town in Washington State, and I come from Washington, so this uh, brings joy to my heart, Chehalis, Washington. But in the midst of your travels, you became quite a powerhouse in industry, specifically in advertising, especially in an age when women were not part of that at all. Can you tell us that part of your journey?
0: Well, sure. Um, I, yeah, I, I went to graduate school in business, uh, you know, during my time in the era of uh, Mad Men, Uh, there weren't many opportunities for women at all in the workforce. The the main thing that women could do when I was graduating from college was they could become nurses or teachers or typists or get married. And none of those options really interested me uh, at that time anyway. Uh, One of them did later. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And so I thought, well, what am I going to do? So I, I learned about the business administration program that was run jointly by the Harvard Business School and Radcliffe Graduate School. Again, it was for women only because women were not admitted to the Harvard Business School. It was a separate program, uh, exactly the same classes, exactly the same professors, but it was not taught at the Harvard Business School. It was taught at Radcliffe. Again, you know, thinking about it in retrospect seems kind of crazy, but That's the way it was in those days. So from business school, I I realized that I wanted to go into marketing and I knew that the center of marketing was really in New York. So I came to New York and um, the the way to really get ahead in marketing is to have a job in either product management or brand management with with profit and loss responsibilities. Once again, women couldn't get those kinds of jobs in that era. so my way into that business was through market research. And I worked, first of all, for a consumer products company, the Vic Chemical Company, the makers of uh, Vic's Papo Rub and Formula 44, which everybody knows about. Um, and I was there for about a year and got very good feedback about my performance and so forth. And I thought, gee, it's, it's time to have a conversation about my career path with my boss. So I made an appointment with him and we sat down and I said, Tom, I really want to talk to you about my career path. And he sort of stared at me. And then he just threw his head back and he started roaring with laughter. And I said, Well, why are you laughing? And he said, Well, there is no career path. I said, Well, what do you mean? He said, You know, they um, get married, have babies and leave. I said, Tom, who is they Women. I said, well, Tom, I definitely plan to get married and I plan to have babies, but I plan to have a career. I went to business school and I plan to have a career. And he said to me, well, if that's what you want, you're going to have to leave. And so I did. And then I found my way into the advertising business from there. And once I got into advertising, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is for me. I just loved it. It's this wonderful combination of of, um, sort of strategic products, uh, problem solving, creativity, teamwork, collaboration, uh, helping to make important things happen, helping to build brands, helping to move merchandise. I just absolutely loved it. And I was, that was my career for, for 35, 40 years.
1: You picked a great time to listen to Mornings with Tom and Tommy, because we're speaking with Barbara Fagan, uh, she's written a book, My American Dream, A Journey from Fascism to Freedom. Uh, her family escaped Nazi Germany in 1940. She was just a toddler, learned about everything that happened to that by finding her father's journal, read about that. And then also she found herself just climbing the corporate ladder uh, in corporate America in the, in advertising. But, Barbara, what I wanted to ask you, uh, just with everything that's happening right now globally with uh, lots of eyes uh, on Israel, there's this idea of a rise in anti-Semitism, but in your history, in your life, had you ever experienced anti-Semitism?
0: Um, not to my knowledge <laughs> okay know, it, it, I was not aware of, of any anti-Semitism until I was in until I went to college and um, when I went to college, uh, you know, in my college, the, the lion's share of both men and women belonged to fraternities and sororities. It was a very Greek kind of uh, kind of kind of place. And sorority rush happened right when you got to college. And, and we women were uh, or girls, as we were called, uh, were, you know, sort of celebrated at teas and parties and picnics and what have you, as we were assessed as to our appropriateness to be bid as members of the various sororities and then the day came when when bids were handed out and i did not get one bid and i was just devastated and i thought there's got to be a mistake i can't imagine you know i had a very good record in high school and and i couldn't couldn't imagine what was wrong with me um so i checked and and it was not a mistake and that's all i knew it was that's the way it was. And um, eventually I was invited to join a sorority and there was no further discussion of this at all. Fast forward to my 50th 5-0 reunion at college and my classmates and I were having a lovely picnic lunch out on the lawn on a beautiful sunny day. And the woman sitting across the table from me leaned over the table and whispered very quietly, you know, we would really like to have pledged you, but we couldn't. You know, it was the Jewish thing. Well, I was stunned. I was stunned. Again, I said, I, I, I told you I was probably very naive when I was young. Uh, probably still am to some extent. Um, but this had not occurred to me. This just had not even occurred to me. And I thought, my goodness, anti-Semitism was what barred me from the same anti-Semitism that caused my parents and me to run for our lives to escape Nazi persecution, is what kept me from being invited to join a sorority. I thought it was just the most stunning piece of learning. But that's that's really the only experience that I'm aware of having had.
1: Okay. Her name is Barbara Fagan, and Barbara. As we're wrapping up our time here together, I'm just wondering uh, if I could ask you one question: Is there a life lesson that you would want to pass on to the next generation? Yes. What would that be?
0: Um, my my mother always wanted me to understand that I should dream big, work hard, and never quit. And I think that's been sort of an underlying principle. For my own life. And as I as I sort of observe my sons in their lives, I see that they've sort of taken that along with them from our dinner table conversations and our lives at home. So I think that's really important.
1: Well, it sounds like you have definitely lived that and lived it to the full. Again, the name of this book is My American Dream, a journey from fascism to freedom. Name is Barbara Fagan. And thank you so much for being here with us on Mornings with Tom and Toppy.
0: Thank you very much, Tom.